I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome back to a special edition of VGC, a video game podcast reacting to the Nintendo Direct and PlayStation state of play from last night i'm here with mr news himself who watched every minute of it chris how was your day yesterday long it was very long yeah but hey listen we we do these things for the people what can yeah. i say dedication we did, the rock. <laughs> we did we did um yeah it was fine it was it was two decent shows i thought um i would lean heavier towards nintendo just because there was more new stuff in it but um yeah i think owners of either system should be pleased Yes, it's, it's one for the gamers, you know. It's one for gamers everywhere. Um, yep. Let's get started. Uh, Nintendo has announced, uh, as we kind of suspected, that uh, Mario vs. Donkey Kong is coming back. It's a remake of the GBA game for Nintendo Switch. Tell me more about this. I'm not super familiar with this one. So basically, in 94, they did a version of Donkey Kong for the Game Boy, um, which kind of felt like a game, like a Donkey Kong remake at first, and then after those four levels, it becomes a sprawling action platform puzzle thing, which is like, I believe, the best game on the Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Mario vs. Donkey Kong was a kind of spiritual sequel to that. It was like a Game Boy Advance game. Um, and it's the same sort of idea. So it's loads of kind of sh- short levels, and um, this is where Mario gets his... Um, uh, backflip and his handstand moving all this kind of stuff is where the, the the Donkey Kong one the Game Boy one originated those moves um, it's fun it's a puzzle situation like they, they showed on the direct there's some stages where you hit switches to make um, drop down and then that opens up environments so it's not like a straight platformer it's kind of puzzle elements the, the series went on to do those March of the Minis and all those kind of ones with the mini metallic Mario toy things but those became more like lemmings where you you mm. had to kind of control where they had to go this one's more of a straight platformer um and probably the best of the bunch i, I think nice. so yeah it'll be it'll be interesting to see like a proper because the game boy advance one did the donkey kong country thing where it was like pre-rendered sprites to make it look 3d and when you look back at it now it looks a bit piss um so like doing it properly in hd now with, with the proper like um 3d graphics looks looks apart mm. Um, from Mario to Mario, this one seemed to be quite a, a big pop uh, on the stream. Mario, Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door is coming to Switch, which is another remake this time of a GameCube game. People went absolutely feral for this. Is this is this really all it's cracked up to be? Yeah, it's, it's the best of the Mario RPG games. I mean, yeah. like, everyone, everyone wanted either Mario RPG to be remade or thousand year door to be remastered and this is the kind of second part of that dream coming true for a lot of people because mario rpg is obviously we already know now is the the kind of square soft one that that came out back in the super nintendo days but um most people who've played them all think thousand year door is the best it's the best written it's got the funniest kind of dialogue um and it looks like they've done a really nice job with it like they've um it's it's 
it's hard to t- it's hard to tell. It looks like it's been kind of totally redesigned, rather yeah. than just an upscale. It looks like they've they've redone it, um, but it looks really crisp. But it's it's just, it's it's guaranteed to be brilliant as long as they keep it running exactly like it did before. It'll be fantastic. I mean, as we do get closer to Super Switch, and we have there's probably one or two of these directs left before we're really talking about the the next hotness. Do you think the last of these like? one more things will actually be wind waker because it feels like every time it's like right they've got nothing else they could possibly bring back and then they have something like this it's weird if they do it'll have to be it'll have to be um backwards compatible at that point yeah um because it would be wild for them to finally say okay this is now this is now the nintendo system with more zeldas than any other series bye yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, move straight on to the next one so it's it's going to have to be playable on super switch um as well um otherwise they're leaving it really late for for something like that because yeah. you know what it's like when when once once the new system comes out all the hardcore jump onto that um so at that point the games they release for it are going to have to on the standard switch are going to have to appeal to um you're more kind of mainstreamy like the people who still have a switch for their kids so you'll get another mario party and, and stuff like that i would imagine uh once switch to super switch is out um once but, mario kart 8 deluxe deluxe ultimate is on super switch mario kart 8 squared yeah. i think i think they're calling it um it's but yeah though, once if, if they were going to move on to a new system the like just thinking about stuff like Mario Kart and stuff like Smash Brothers, like would they would they just like put Ultimate on Super Switch, make it like double Ultimate Deluxe or something? Like it's weird because you wonder what they would. They would it, it doesn't seem like Sakurai's got the heart to make another Smash oh Brothers. God, no, you, get, you got to feel that's dead. Um, so you wonder whether they'll in an ideal world they'll do what Xbox did but you, you, that won't happen where yeah. um, it, you can you can play the Switch games on Revenge of the Switch and mm-hmm. and you can instantly upgrade them to 4K like they just kind of they just work like that um, I would maybe bet on an, on a, a separate 4K upgrade um, either as a, a 10 20 quid thing or like a whole new release and um, yeah. it seems like they're going to go down the re-releasing route because i don't think we're going to get a new smash brothers anytime soon mario kart i think we'll get a mario kart 9 yeah um and i'm praying it's got they do a smash brothers with it and just put everyone in it oh it's got to be like at some point they just have to you, you would have thought that putting link in it was the the, the foot in the door and then it well, that was the most exciting bit when they, when they yeah. put Link DLC and suddenly went wait a minute and then they had the f0 track and the excite bike track and, and then the for deluxe the folk in it Yep, and for Deluxe they put the Splatoon people in. They, they clearly know that you can't just keep putting like, different Cooper Troopers in a, in a <laughs> thing and expecting exactly expecting that's going to be good enough. Um, I mean, like they've put they're putting um, Peachette in the final DLC. That's mm. that's that's the you could hear the barrel being scraped. <laughs> like even even with a dub, you could still hear the, the, the scraping. Um, so they can if they bring out another Mario Kart, they have to bring in non Mario characters. The pop was immense. Um, speaking <laughs> of big pops, uh, F Zero ninety nine was announced. The latest in the ninety nine series, following uh, Tetris ninety nine and Pac Man ninety nine. That was the other one, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Um, and the late Super Mario Brothers thirty five. Uh, God rest it. God rest it. Super Mario Brothers thirty five ninety nine double edition <laughs> remix. Um, Chris, I know. I don't know much about F Zero, but I know that within half an hour of this being up um professional wrestler slash former games journalist asuka had already won uh, a game at f099 <laughs> so t- tell me about f099 
Um, F099 is based on the Super Nintendo original um, from the early 90s, 91, 92. Um, it's one of my favourites in the series. I, I saw a lot of people complaining um, because you know what the internet's like. People mm-hmm. were like, I wanted F Zero. This isn't the exact F Zero I wanted. So, well, tough tits. Um, you're, you're getting something. <laughs> just, just deal with it for now. And if, if pe- enough people play this, then maybe we'll get the the GX upgrade or, or the brand new game that people were hoping for. Um, I love the '99 games anyway, so I'm, I'm well up for this. And it's it's it looks like a kind of HDified version of the Super Nintendo one. Uh, we're '99 racers, and they've added new kind of gimmicks where if two cars bump into each other, it drops a spark, and if you collect enough of those sparks, it fires you up to like a separate track in the sky where mm-hmm. you can use to kind of zoom ahead of people and like not worry about all that the hustle and or bustle below you um i've not had time to do it yet because i was someone muggins here was doing state of play coverage last night but um i'm itching to play it later tonight and, and get stuck in it i don't think i'll win any um <laughs> as much as i love fc I, I regularly win Tetris 99 because Tetris is my jam yeah. but I'm, I've never been amazing at F-Zero as much as I love it so I, I, I'll be happy with a top 20 one of these days you know how to do that thing that the Tetris pros do where they turn it upside down and they like flutter it with their fingers to I don't need to do that I don't need to do that no you're, you're too fast um, I, I was naturally born mate yeah um, this was a, a weird flutter. one uh, the Tomb Raider 1 to 3 is getting a remaster where They've, they've gussied up Lara a wee bit, but the rest of the world is still looking pretty yeah. PS1, if you ask me. <laughs> gussied it up a bit. They've gussied yeah. it up from PS1 quality to PS2 quality. She looks like she looks like Lucasade Lara Croft, if you know what I mean. Like <laughs> She looks like she that does. exact CG model. She looks like the version of Lara Croft you'd get on a TV show when someone's playing a fake video game. Yeah. <laughs> like, when someone's recreated what they believe a video game should look like, she looks like that now. And yeah, they, 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 you're right, the environments still look pretty... Um, angular, but I think that's because it says you can switch between old and new graphics um, on the fly, I think, so it still seems to be running the, the core game underneath it, yeah. literally the core game core design, I think you're fine <laughs> um, but um, it's it'll be fine I, I, they, they don't, they haven't aged great, the first no. Tomb Raiders, like the, the, the all this kind of sidestepping and yeah, uh, walking forward movement. And when the dinosaur came out, a big gummy dinosaur, and I was like, oh, okay. That's not, that's not quite as, as fearsome as it was before. Um, but okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go. I still, I've got, a, a, I like the the whole Tomb Raider phenomenon, and I'll happily kind of play through them again. But yeah. I would have much preferred like a downgraded kind of version of the, original, the Tomb Raider reboot. Mm. Like, like to kind of downscale that a bit and, and tried something with that. But maybe that'll be for um, Revenge of the Switch. Yeah, Tomb Raider's in a weird situation now. Like, I liked all of those recent Tomb Raider games, but I just liked them. I didn't love any of them. They're all, no. like, solid. They were decent, but I was always like, I wonder when the next Uncharted's coming out, because it's like, <laughs> I'm no. really feeling it right now. Although, I, I maintain that the bow and arrow combat in Tomb Raider is better than in The Last of Us. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 much It's far more satisfying in Tomb Raider, I think. That's the one thing they, they got really right. Uh, catching a boy in the heat with an arrow was really satisfying. Um, um, yeah, catching a boy in the heat aside, um, the, <laughs> uh, the there's going to be a, a Kingdom Hearts Sora Smash Brothers amiibo. Oh, um, that was a. Uh, I think it's amazing that they've done a, an amiibo for every single Smash Brothers character. Like you would have been when that first started, all that amiibo shit. You could have so easily seen them do like half them and then go. Nah, let's just leave all these Nobody's random buying these. Yeah, but it's even better that they've done them all for the random Wii, like, uh, 
guest characters and stuff like that too. Like, I'm particularly delighted because I have every single one except for Sora. And this will finally be the end oh, wow. of the collection once that comes out. Um, I'm more, I'm less happy that they've announced they've, those two Xenoblade ones are coming out mm. um, because I went to order them today. They're up for pre-order just now on my Nintendo UK store. A, a, a two-pack for the the price of thirty-four pounds ninety-nine. Oh, wait, you, don't, you don't have shy TV figures. You don't have every amiibo, do you? I've got everyone except for like three of them. What? I don't have I don't have gold Mega Man. Oh, I don't have the giant Yarn Yoshi, and I don't have the two. Um, when they brought out Skylanders on Wii U, uh-huh. um, and there was a Donkey Kong one and a Bowser one, they also brought it out on 3DS, and there was dark versions of them. Okay. So I don't have the two dark ones. I've got the Wii U ones. So that's Jesus. the only ones I need. And then I've got every other one they've ever released. That's astonishing. I thought you. I was like, oh, he's got all the Smash Brothers ones. That's impressive. No, I've got all, all the bastards. The only ones I don't have, they did. Um, they did gold versions of the Monster Hunter ones, but those were like a a, a raffle in Japan, and there was only like a hundred of them. And like, you can raffle your donut if you think I'm going to try and spend thousands on those. But um, yeah, gold gold Mega Man. If anyone's got a gold Mega Man, you want to sell me it for um, close to RRP, which <laughs> 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 doesn't really happen. <laughs> Count me in or Mega Yarn Yoshi as well. I'll, I'll drop the ball on that one. Um, all the rest, I um, it's good because some of them, like one of them, the wee box guy from Box Boy, like the kind of 3DS eShop game, uh-huh. um, goes for hundreds and hundreds now. And I got Ooh. a guy in Japan to buy me it, like nice. when it came out for like a tenner. <laughs> It's like, I wish I'd bought two. I just, I have all the Pokemon ones and that's it. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll buy these and then that's it. In fact, I've got the, the Pixel Mario one, the mm. 20th, 35th, whatever anniversary it was. Um, Last thing for the Nintendo Direct I thought was interesting, uh, Nintendo Museum will open in Kyoto mm. next year. That looks, that seems very cool. What is the, what is the one piece of Nintendo memorabilia you'd like to see there? I want um, Miyamoto's preserved corpse when he shuffles away. <laughs> They'll definitely put him in it, won't they? Yeah. Um, I would like to see Charles Martinet's termination contract <laughs> just, 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 just to see the details as to what went on there. But seriously, folks, um, I don't know. I'd quite like to see the Skyskipper arcade machine because they, 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 that was like there was a long running story with that back in the day, um, and I wonder if they'll move that over. Skyskipper was like an arcade game they made, and abandoned and only like two arcade units are known to exist and one of them is in America in mm-hmm. their, their Washington headquarters um, and they re-released it event later on Switch they, 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 Washington allowed them to take the PCB out and copy it for the sake of releasing it on Switch but I'd love to see the actual cabinet I wonder if they'll move that from Washington over to Japan just to preserve it there but um, there's a million things that I would like I, I don't think it'll ever happen but I would love to see all the prototypes and stuff of yeah. games that were never released like the prototype Mario Kart which doesn't have Mario in it and all that kind of stuff it's just like some wee pricking dungarees <laughs> um, that kind of stuff is like holy grail stuff but we'll see I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm just annoyed that I already braved a trip to Japan this year and I hate <laughs> flying and now like there's, you're going to struggle to get me out there again anytime soon I think um, next up we had the PlayStation State of Play um, I was expecting Spider-Man 3 but instead we got uh, a look at Helldivers which has been uh, delayed to February I think this is an interesting one they're changing it from top down to a third person's perspective what, what do you think was the impetus for that? 
just to get people interested in it because that's yeah. what people play now is third person games. Like I was I wasn't massively I didn't play the first Hell Divers. The second one looks alright. Although I'm annoyed that Sony brought back the old tradition of fake uh, multiplayer chat during the presentation. I was I like, because Ubisoft used to do that all the time. The uh, guys going, okay, so what are we going to do now? Oh, that was me. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but they're, they're doing. They did all that during. Mm. I keep wanting to say muff divers because I forget it's hell divers <laughs> and it's like you can't really say that. But um, right at the very end of the hell divers when they destroy the big scorpion thing, you hear a guy in the background going noise, mm. and I'm like, I hate every person who's involved. Nice. In it. You're not selling the game to me if this is how they're going to be. So, um, I don't know. It, it look it looks it look visually it looks really nice. It's just if it's the focus is multiplayer, I'm not going to be playing it. It's just not my that's not my jam. Mm. Um, can I interest you in sixty four ninety nine for a, a metallic red, blue, or silver controller? You cannot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like, How about forty nine ninety nine for a metallic red, blue, or silver console cover? Again, no deal, my friend. Um, yeah, that's what it is, isn't it? That, that's more expensive than usual, though, isn't it? I think the controllers are uh, how much? Sixty. How much is a, is a normal PS five controller kicking a ball for on Amazon dot com? PS5. I, I, us- I usually only buy them when they go on sale. So uh, yeah, I, I refuse normal- to buy whatever the whatever the normal price is is, is too much. See, a, a, red, a cosmic red PS5 controller you can get for forty on Amazon, and a mm. normal one you can get for fifty five. So, um, this is a was that one seventy seventy five? Did you say? Uh, let me see. I think it was sixty four sixty four ninety nine for the controller and 49.99 for the cover it's weird they don't they're not selling them in bundles like 100 for the pair like that seems like yeah. a bit more reasonable make more sense but no dice um yeah. if people if people love metallic things then fill your boots and i'm sure the price will drop eventually to something more reasonable and then maybe but um nah no no thanks it's nice to have more options though yeah just especially because cool. xbox are churning out colors um, like, like a Crayola factory and, and like um, PlayStation really bring out different colours so fair enough yeah the, the Xbox it seems like every week it's like oh we've got a new uh, ambitious purple controller we've got a new cobalt green like, <laughs> somebody oh, said okay. they bring out more controllers than games these days and I was like oh, oh yeah <laughs> that's probably actually true um, the real big news was Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth release date confirmed for February 29th and it'll be released on two discs um, this is uh, the they also announced like a 350 quid collector's edition for it what I found was interesting was that apparently uh, the co-director Matomu uh, Toriyama has said that we have made preparations so players who did not get a chance to play the first game can fully invo- enjoy Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth who's picking up a part 2 <laughs> of a remake <laughs> it's weird it's like um. And especially, I noticed that today, today they, 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 we did a story that they announced on the PlayStation blog. They basically say where it ends, which I think is quite bold. <laughs> yeah. So, without spoiling it for Final Fantasy people, they say it ends at that bit. Basically, yeah. like the, the bit everyone knows, it ends there, the second game, apparently. So, it's clearly setting up for some big. Uh, cliffhanger where either it happens like it did in the first game or it doesn't because there's a lot of talk about some sort of time gimmick where reversing time and all this kind of stuff and, and so I, I wonder if they're going to put a big twist in it where the big thing that happens doesn't happen this time um, mm. but we'll see so it might not it might not actually be God Rest of this time 
I look forward to it by the time the third in this trilogy is out, they have to uh, repackage them all for PS6 and put them all together on ten discs or one enormous like Betamax style uh, Blu-ray. So it'll be what is it? The first one was remake, the second one's rebirth, and the third one's just rebundled. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> repackaged. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, that was more or less it for for me from that uh, from that state of play. Uh, what did you think of it? Was it? Did it feel like a, a corporate obligation, or did it feel like worth the time? It was fine. I mean, it's good to get the release date for Final Fantasy, but I don't know. Um, obviously, everyone's pumped for Foam Stars. I mean, that, that's oh, yeah. the other, the other big I'm thing. Foaming everywhere. <laughs> It's a good job this camera is like just waist height because the, the amount of foaming going on and below is like unreal. Um, but <laughs> I don't know, that'll be fine. Um, I forgot Princess Peach. I just I just saw an image flashing up of Princess Peach Showtime. Oh yeah, which, they, showed, which is, they showed that. Which could be the the big the the sleeper hit of next year. Mm. Um, but um, I don't know. The state of play was fine. It was. The, the, to be fair, like we said yesterday, they, they, they set our expectations already by saying you're not going to see any games you've never heard of here, um, and it's mostly third party stuff. And they were right, it, at least they, like, they didn't lie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it was all stuff we knew, and it was all um, third party stuff. But um, yeah, it was what it was. Resident Evil DLC next week. No Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. I was horrifyingly disappointed. But if you'd like to be horrifyingly disappointed, just like us, you can continue to listen to VGC, a video game podcast. We'll be back next week. There's more games. There's always going to be more games. I don't know why I'm I'm pleading with you. I'm pleading with you that there's going to be more games. (laughs) Please, Um, please come back and see more games. Please come back and listen to us talk about an undisclosable game. Uh, There's two games, actually, we can talk about next week that uh, we've not been able to speak about this week. But until then, uh, follow Chris at Scully1888 on uh, the Metaverse. You can follow me at Jordan Midler at the exact same place. Say goodbye, Chris. Goodbye, Chris. Say goodbye, Jordan. Goodbye, Jordan. Uh, we've got two contests on the go. Check out my Twitter for more details. See you next time. VGC, a video games podcast, is a stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. 